Welcome to another episode of Soul Feeling, where you get your soul fed. And today we have an amazing topic for you guys. I'm Tiffany. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Jasmine, aka Kobe. Hey, so we are talking about sex, sexual assault, soul ties, the whole nine. And we need you guys to interact with us because it's about to get really real. Okay. Real juicy. Real <laughs> Can I make a juicy? Um, Hey. Um, <laughs> yeah. so, what's happening? I wish <laughs> we just turned into um, Inspire Fire at the Dark. Okay. You took it back. You took it back. Oh, this is seventh grade. Um, Why was we listening to that in no, seventh grade? Right. Blue Stars album knew every lyric. Baby, that should have been bad. Down, right? Even the clean version. Like, we should not it have was. been allowed to. But why I get that for a Christmas present? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I got that for like, Christmas because I don't think girl, I don't think they knew what was going on. But yeah, sexual assault has been the hugest thing ever in our media, like in Hollywood, especially. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot, a lot of, people, of people, you know, mm-hmm. showing up and saying, I've been sexually assaulted by this person when I was a kid, right. or I've been sexually assaulted by this person, like it's been crazy, but I'm just glad that everything dark comes to the light because mm-hmm. people have really been using their stature, their mm-hmm. positions, their, mm-hmm. um, I don't know what another word for that. Power. Their power. Their yes, power to, mm-hmm. to, you know, do horrible things, and that's not right. But I really want to talk about sexual assault because I feel like a lot of people don't know that we experience sexual assault all the time and it's been so normalized that we don't even mm-hmm. notice it. I, was, right. I remember I was talking to you when we were in Austin. Yes. In Austin. Um, and um, we went out and then I was thinking to myself, like, because all the sexual assault um, well, allegations. Well, a difference and I do want to say, so okay. sexual assault and sexual harassment. So assault is more forced mm-hmm. and then uh, harassment is kind of the actions, the you know, suggestion or it's know, not that. the touching, it's like the Yeah. So, so like so, or suggesting it. It's it is touching, it could be, you know, like a little grope or it could be um, is it But I though? think once soon as they put their hands on you that's without your assault. consent, that's assault. Mm-hmm. That's why I actually think it it's is. well I know in the in well, law mm-hmm. no go for it. Cause I know like in the in in um I forgot the term, but in law Whenever you're talking about just regular assault mm-hmm. and assault itself is not like putting your hands on someone. That's just like verbally assaulting them. But when you put your hands on someone, that's called battery. So, you know, you often hear the term assault and battery at the same time. So sexual, so sexual assault, assault, as defined in the Sexual Assault Prevention and Response Program, is intentional sexual contact characterized by use of force threats, intimidation, abuse of authority, or when the victim does not or cannot consent. Mm. Okay, so in so the Hollywood case, it is sexual A lot of sexual assault. assault. So yes. read the sexual harassment. Harassment is a form of prohibited harassment. It is defined as unwelcome sexual advances, request for sexual favors, and other verbal or physical conduct of sexu- sexual nature. Mm. So what's physical conduct? Okay, well, this stuff is getting a little confusing. Very confusing, but you shouldn't do either. <laughs> but I think, uh, like, a lot of us 
have experienced sexual assault or sexual harassment and mm-hmm. it's become so normal that we don't even realize it. And I think I was talking to Kobe about it earlier. Well, when we were in Austin yes. and, you know, when you're out in the club dancing or even you're at a party dancing mm-hmm. and then you're dancing, having fun, and then a guy forcefully is, like, trying to turn you around or when you're just having fun dancing, they'll go and grab you on your butt without your, your consent and mm-hmm. you're, like, trying to nicely turn them around. It wasn't until all these sexual allegations start coming out that I realized, wait, this is sexual assault too. Like, mm-hmm. pe- pe- just dancing and people just right. touching your ass. Or no, like, with you don't even know these people. That's, but it's become true. so normal. Like, people become so used to it. But it's wrong. Don't be it touching is. me. It is. That's true. Without my consent. Keep your hands and feet and all of the objects to yourself. Didn't we learn that in, like, elementary school? <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, but... But I think when people get intoxicated, they just start, you know, it's even That's true. more but it difficult. E- yeah, it's even more difficult. But it's even, like, it's became so normal. It's it like, is. even it if is. you're intoxicated, that should not be the thing that's going through your mind to mm-hmm. just touch someone in a wrong manner. Like, to touch someone's other assets, their, their breasts, their boobs, or even women do it, too. It's just, like, I think it's been, so, it's been taught so much that it's okay that mm-hmm. people do it without thinking it's a bad thing because you're not gonna go kill somebody because you're intoxicated or you're... I mean, well, when when people are highly, highly intoxicated, they don't have control of their sobriety, so like they are really not themselves in a sense, and that's why you often see people that are highly intoxicated. They try to fight their friends like really hard down, drag down, fight, and this crazy is so crazy. One of my coworkers was telling me like how they went to the Texans game this weekend. And one of the persons that was with them, um, I'm not going to name drop or anything, but tried to fight her husband. <laughs> like, and this was his friend. And he was like, he had to put him in a chokehold and like, oh like God. literally stop like a, like a light chokehold. Like, dude, chill out. You, you tripping, you drunk, you had too much to drink. Like yeah. he drunk like a picture of mar- a margarita and like people do crazy things. And, and then in the morning you wake up and they're like, dang, my bad type deal. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't know. I never been more than tipsy. Right. So for those that do drink heavily, for them to grab someone or slap someone's butt, I don't think they they know what they're doing, but they don't care enough to like to even think about the consequences. Or maybe they don't really just fully know what they're doing, but I'm not saying that that's justifying it at all. I don't know. Like I don't know if that's ever okay. <laughs> I don't know. I, for some reason, I've never been intoxicated, so I don't know what people do. But mm-hmm. I just think it's not like you fighting. I feel like that's something that in like innately you want to do anyways because mm-hmm. you wouldn't do it if I don't feel like being toxic. Maybe like on crack or something. I don't know. But I don't think drinking. I don't know though. I don't know. Yeah, drinking do push people to do some crazy stuff. But I just oh, wonder yeah. if it's anything. I've seen you. It. Like, alcoholism is real, and people are not themselves when they're addicted to alcohol. That's one of the... They said that being addicted to alcohol is almost... It's just as bad as being addicted to drugs, like heavy, heavy alcoholics. And there's a lot of them that go to the clubs just because that's a quicker access to to drink and more of an excuse to drink. And and a lot of people will say, well, just don't put yourself in that uh, predicament to get harassed. Um, being a woman, like, why you, why would you even go out to the club with a short dress on if you weren't expecting to get touched? And that's stupid. <laughs> that is stupid. <laughs> that's that's right. very stupid. 
It's like, so you don't want me to live my life. You want me to just sit in a dark room for the rest of my days. So, yeah, that topic is just, in and in it of itself, it's just a very interesting topic. But it has become normalized, and that's not okay. But more women are starting to do, like, I've seen some skits online where women do those videos where, like, if we did to men what they did to us, like the cat oh, calling I've seen that. or the touching, you know. So it's, like, kind of opening up that conversation and making them see, like, okay, maybe I am kind of crossing the line, you know. Like, they yes. don't, I don't think they think about it or think that it's okay until they see it, you know, in a video, like, until they see someone else doing it, and it's like, okay. Right. Exactly. Or um, my thinking is, why would you do something to someone else that you wouldn't want someone to do, like, to your mother or your sister or your, you know, your, you know, any relative? Exactly. But, mm. But I will say, when you highly, I'm talking about, like, sloppy drunk, you don't have control of yourself. You don't. And I've seen it happen with several. I had to babysit several people. I'm like, hey, if you got to drink like that, then don't even come out because I'm not trying to babysit. Y'all heard the term, like, you got to babysit some people? Mm-hmm. Like, I, one of my teammates tried to fight me. Like, and it's just oh like, it, people, if you get that intoxicated, you do lose control of your motor skills. You know, that's just a fact. But outside of the club sexual harassment, let's talk about that. In the workplace. In the workplace. Now that can be controlled unless you're going to work turn. <laughs> Has that ever happened to you all in the workplace? Absolutely, yes. Absolutely. So I get hit on by like, like suggested or like arm touches and mm-hmm. like not, people come and they touch like my lower back trying or... to move you out the yes, co-workers. I'm like, wait a minute, don't be touching like that's an area I don't Same that's an intimate area. Don't touch me like, like being wedged into like a small space. Yeah. Instead of passing by, you know, like back to back, I've had someone <laughs> pass by, like private part to, to back. Know, but yeah, it was like that has happened to me too. I'm like, like wait a minute. Really? Really? <laughs> But yeah, you're right. It has become normalized. It has. And it's still not okay. It's not okay. But in a, like a lot of people would say, like, why haven't you come out and said something? Yeah. And it's because, like, in Hollywood, I guess, more so they're using the power and thinking, like, if you, well, even if they don't say it, if you um, are saying no or going away or speak out, they think that they won't get a role or something of that nature, mm-hmm. which isn't wrong. And even if it's something done at a job, if it's the manager at McDonald's, you know, and that's the only job you got, uh, someone could be doing that to you using their power. You don't want to say anything because you don't want to lose your job. You have kids yeah. and stuff like that. So it's on every scope. It and becomes it's just, like your word against their word. And right. Mm-hmm. And you sometimes it gets brushed under the rug based on the power of the person. Mm-hmm. Maybe you'll be the one that just get terminated and just to hush you up type deal, like your word versus their word. If there's no physical, I mean, no proof, quote unquote, because I'm sure like women have came before these Hollywood women. It just took enough people to go down into a bigger name. It's all about that social status. If you do it to the right, wrong person that has enough power, then they get quote-unquote get you shut down but I still think you have to stand up for yourself yeah I think we talked about that in one of the other episodes when Mm -hmm. we were talking about sexual assault well Mm -hmm. briefly but yeah you know I guess you do have to just 
stand up for yourself. And it comes with age, because I think a lot of these women, they were younger, and it's like now at a certain point where they're older and they're like, Mm -hmm. you know, they just want to get it off their chest. They want to, you know, release that and kind of... That's true. Yeah. But I'm glad everything is being brought up to the forefront because, you know, what happens in the dark comes to light. So y'all better not be sexually assaulting nobody. Nobody. Men and women. Men Men and women. Because men are victim too. Yeah. They they are. Definitely victim. It was somebody. The guy from um, Everybody Hates Chris, he came out and said that a a man like groped him. Something like that. Wow. And, uh. And he was scared to speak out until years later, until everybody mm-hmm. started coming out. Like, this happens to men, too. Mm-hmm. Same I, with uh, Eddie Winslow. Oh, uh, really? From, yes. Family Matters? Mm-hmm. Yes, from yeah. Family Matters, yes. Oh, wow. I, I didn't know that. Came out, but he was, like, donkey of the day. <laughs> Why was he donkey See, of the day? See, that because they be playing guys when they try to... <laughs> no, because oh, okay. no, he, well, he, he messed up because he said it, but he was like, I'm not thirsty, so I'm not going to say who it was. And so it was like he was suggesting that, you know, these women or whoever was coming out were being thirsty by, you know, mm-hmm. years later coming out and saying this instead of, you know, admit or coming out and saying it when it initially happened or maybe taking it to your grave, you know. So they so, were saying he was thirsty or in in the, in the end, he kind of contradicted himself. Like he was being thirsty by even like, why did you even bring it up? So it was like deep down, you yourself wanted to admit that it happened to you as well so it's like why even say that comment why even bring it up if you didn't you know would need to look at the interview. It, you see what i'm saying yeah i see what you're saying He's like, like if he didn't want to like put everybody's name out there i'm trying to get what y'all saying so he was making a comment about everyone else coming out and oh. he mentioned about a, a situation that happened with him as well mm-hmm. and it was like why are you talking about these people when you just admitted yourself you yourself oh, he was right. playing the people that was coming out yes, yes. Oh. exactly wow eddie shaking my head <laughs> that is that even i don't think that's a real name is it i know <laughs> that's not a real name, but that's what <laughs> I, I know, I, know like, I don't know his yeah, name. but i know you're talking about the eddie eddie said his real name i'm putting them known but um yeah exactly. so i'm glad you clarified that but um i was like damn do you have the same name <laughs> but um but even men with women like yes. women sexually assault men all the time and i've seen it happen as well like women just grazing on men's chest and so they think it's okay right and it's like not okay as well so it goes always exactly um, so let's get into soul ties. Yes. Soul ties, the topic of discussion. Yes. What made you want to talk about this, Jazz? This is one of this is your so your, your baby, your topic. What really made me want to talk about this is I feel like so many people are affected by this mm-hmm. in their daily lives, whether you think that it's real, whether you even are aware that this is even something that's out there or not, you're still being affected by it. It's just like the law of gravity. Whether you think the law of gravity is fake or real, if you go jump out of a, a airplane with no parachute, you're going down regardless. So yeah. I just wanted people to be aware with like these soul ties and, and different energies that you're connected with, whether you're aware that it's real or not, it could be bringing your life down regardless whether you are aware that it's real or whether you are or aren't. So. I definitely think this is a huge topic, a very important topic that needs to be brought just for ultimate, not just healthier sexual lives, but just your healthy, uh, to have a healthier everyday life. Mm-hmm. And so, 
that was mainly why I felt. And I had been doing research on this topic for uh, roughly two years now. And I've helped a couple of people, well, quite a few people overcome this, myself included, overcoming this this thing called soul ties. So I just felt like we need. it's about time to spread this to the masses. Yeah. So break down what a soul tie is. Let me flip here into my notes. But okay, what a soul tie is. A soul tie is at the time of intimacy with a person, whether it's a same sex or opposite sex, just when you are intimate with your partner, it's that connection that you have through um, well, we're talking about sexual soul ties, so through sex. And so ultimately you're intertwining and tangling up your energy, the two of your energies together on a spiritual level or um, an invisible aura level, is, if you will. And it's all, almost like, well, I'll say that part one at a time, but long story short is pretty much the exchanging and mixing of energies on a invisible spiritual level. And so that's what I would say a soul tie is without going into like a long script. Um, want me to go on? Sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can. I mean, that. I, I know y'all wanted to add anything. A, a pretty good definition. Um, it explains soul ties as. Uh, the joining of a person's human spirit and personality, so their um, emotions, their mind, mm -hmm. uh, which includes the heart and conscience. A soul ties the joining or knitting together of a relationship. Um, so yes, that that their yes. personality, their traits, those all of these things. Yes, you're taking on that person's, the person you had sex with, their traits as well as the person. The people that they have slipped with in their yes. previous yes. or even after you. So, so pretty. I like how you just okay. So yeah, it's pretty, and that's how it ultimately impacts our lives. Is because not only say we sleep with this one person, for example, and this person before you have had sex with maybe twenty different people, and then those twenty different people had sex with twenty different people, and so you do the math. It's like almost like you slept with five hundred people already. And you've That's only crazy. been intimate with this one person, mm -hmm. and and so I think, all in in so within that you're picking up the characteristics on a mental, physical, and spiritual level and emotional level, as well, with by sleeping with just one person if they're sexually unclean, and so you want to really really be aware of this so that it doesn't affect your life ultimately. And, and examples of ways that it can affect your life is, um, oh, it's just crazy. Like emotions say that if the emotion of depression or insecurity, like you're, this person is sleeping with someone that's very insecure and they're passing these energies back to you. It's, it's ultimately coming back to you. And it's, I know we often use the term STD and we are often think about sexual transmitted diseases, but there's this term in the spiritual world that they say um, sexual transmitted demons because you're picking up on all these negative quote unquote demons, but I would just like to say negative emotions. And, and it could be ultimately weighing your life down for for a huge demise if you don't cleanse yourself and rid yourself of all these uh, entities that you're exposing yourself with. And especially uh, if 
if you're being faithful to this one person and they're sleeping with A, B, C, D, all the way down to Z, and you're ultimately, you're intertwining and mixing your energy and tangling up with other people. And, and I don't think that's fair to you. And that's why I think this is why it's a huge emphasis on why you shouldn't have sex before marriage. And I don't necessarily agree with that. I just, but I mean, but I know, because... You can see why. I can see, but I, I agree with it, but I, I'm going to break it down why I do it, agree and why I don't agree. I think it should be like, you shouldn't be, because even some people go into marriage and they're still not aware of this. I feel like you should be, you shouldn't be sexually active until you have that wisdom as to why it's important to have one partner, why it's important to be loyal to this person, because you ultimately want to want to be involved and connected with someone that or that have a positive and, and clean spirit. That's what you really want, because you don't want to pick up on all these lower vibrational beings that are out there because just because the physical the vice of lust we lust over people that have this amazing physique physique but we don't see like their soul and all the souls that they've carried up and picked up and energies and emotions and just over their past that over their lifespan and so I definitely think teaching moving forward in life it's, it's important to educate, especially, and I, and I don't think that young, I don't believe in teenage, I don't think teenage sex should be practiced because at that age, you, you don't have the wisdom, the mental capacity to even think. Like, you're not even thinking about these things right now. You're just thinking about, oh, he, he fine, she fine, let's do something. So you're not even physically thinking correctly unless it's like an engaged marriage and you married at, married at 18, or I mean, married off at 13, then, but even then, I don't feel like that's, that's a whole nother topic for another day. But I just feel like moving forward, why? So why you should wait is because you haven't mentally developed yourself. Why you shouldn't wait, I feel like, because I feel like we live in a, um, I just know me personally, we live in in a generation right now and, and nobody, quote unquote, is waiting until they're 30 to have sex for the first time. And so since knowing that, because I know a lot of people that are 26 right now, that's not married. And, and I'm not saying we're going to be married at 30, but I'm just saying, just throwing out a number because I know a lot of people aren't married at the age of 30. But they've had sex before in their life and they had, had sex multiple, with multiple people in their lives. So just being real with life, like we are actively having sex as a generation. And so I think since we are actively having sex, I think it's important to be educated on why, and I'm not saying I was like very flamboyant with sex. I didn't have that many sexual partners if you want to put it up to a scale. But I think you should be sexually reserved to under until you understand the importance behind sex. And that could be as early as 21 or as late as 35. But I definitely think, I don't think it should be like this standard age and this judgment based on sex or you're going to hell because of it. I think it's, you have to have that, that spiritual understanding as to the true meaning behind sex and how it can either help your life or it, how it can change your life for the worse. Okay, so what do you think is the true meaning behind sex in both of y'all's um, points of views? Because you said yeah, you should wait until you know the importance of sex. So mm -hmm. what do y'all think the importance of sex is? Because there's a lot of people who go out and think, okay, yes, okay, I'm young, so let me go and explore and have fun. Mm -hmm. I'm a sexual being. Like a lot of people say, I'm a sexual right. being. I, let me explore. 
So what would you say is really the importance of sex if, um, you know, if someone would bring it up to you? Like, hey, I'm just having fun. I'm young. Uh, I'm a woman. I'm a man. I'm just exploring. Right, right, right. You, you want to answer first? Or? Oh, I don't, I don't know. I never really, I've thought about that. Like, hey, you know, this would be cool if I just do this, this, and that. <laughs> of course, I never did it. But um, because for myself personally, I want to wait until, like, um, I know, like, I can't let myself be be sexual with anybody unless mm-hmm. I, like, really for sure think that they're going to be my husband or is right, my husband. Right. Like, I, I can't, like, for myself, I can't allow myself. There's, like, right. a lot of instances where I I always, it's like, instances in my life is what I'm, I'm always saying. Oh, yeah, I got to, mm-hmm. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait, like, for that right person. But mm-hmm. I can see yeah. there are people that, you know, want to just have fun. I had that thought in my head before, but for me and myself, I wouldn't do that, but I know there's people out there that have done that Mm -hmm. and are always saying, yeah, you should have your fun face. Right. So, so, but yeah, that's my whole thing. Did you want Um, No, I think that, you know, a lot of people probably think that they're just, oh, I'm just young, having fun, but they really, you know, like you said, whether you know it or not, you're unconsciously like... You're getting you're, affected. You're you being are affected, affected by, it. by it. And once people really kind of sit down and look in the mirror, they're like, they're not happy with themselves. They're not happy with their situation. You know, so it may, they may be putting that on outwardly, like, oh, yeah, I'm just having fun, just living life. But secretly, they're mm. most like, they're probably not happy with their situation. Mm-hmm. Can't look at themselves in the mirror. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, those feelings are different. And I think it's important to understand that when you are intimate with someone, a piece of you is you know being shared with someone like you're, mm-hmm. you're never gonna get that piece back like you're giving yourself away and you're get taken a little bit exactly so exactly once and you finally take that in and really grasp that then you can understand that you know sex is something that is really special and it's supposed to be with that person you know exactly you're gonna I, be with for a lifetime i just wanted to say there was this one guy i was just talking to i can't even say we were dating shaking my head uh and he was like um Man, if you have sex with me, they'll give you a lot of um, assertiveness. It'll give you organization. No lie, you know this guy was full of himself. Okay, and then, but I, but I knew it was true. He was like, every girl that had sex with me, and uh, it was like, and I guess it was like his girlfriend, someone he was talking to. Every girl that had sex with me, all of a sudden they get the power to leave me. <laughs> and I was like, I can see that. I can see like them taking on your, your like assertiveness traits or just like that focus trait to make them want to get up and leave me and so i was like that's really funny but um that's so i think that's super true i think like there's this meme that's on i think you sent it into our group me into our instagram or you sent it anyway you said this would be great for our soul ties and it was this guy sleeping with a girl it was this guy sleeping with a girl, but the girl was a monster in the face. It was scary. Mm-hmm. And so it was just basically saying, be careful who you're sleeping with. Because yes. you could be sleeping with somebody who's the devil, mm-hmm. uh, a monster, or have so much negative energy inside it. And that's that what is, it really is. For sure, that's going to be transferred to you. For sure. Right. Um, yeah. And to, it's like so many topics I want y'all just brought up and I want to hit, but I hope I'm probably going to forget. No, I'm, I'm going to remember them all. <laughs> but your card's saying something. Uh, it's just... Okay. Um, so anywho, we, I was just going to say that going back, I know how Tiffany, your question was, what do you say to people that want to just have fun and mm-hmm. experience sex? And, okay. So I think life 
is our greatest teacher and that in it in it of itself i don't think that there's any judgment or that they're bad people because of their sexually and, and i feel like to each his own every person is different and but still going back you, everybody has the free will to make their own choices but they're not free of the consequences that may come with the choices True. and so although yeah maybe you you may feel like you, you need to express yourself sexually and, and you want to have multiple partners but keep in mind the partners that you choose is ultimately like putting like Tiffany was just talking about that assertiveness they're putting some sort of energy into your being and especially if you're a woman we are way more susceptible to these sexual transmitted demons or negative energies if you will than Dang, men when you are. say sexually transmitted demons that sounds like oh hell no it just make you want to clank clank <laughs> like for real because you got to think about it is the, the the person you're sharing your body with they say don't have sex with i wrote it down i think it says don't have sex with someone that you wouldn't be not someone that you wouldn't be with someone you wouldn't that. even want to be yourself yeah. if you think this person is a lying ass cheating ass stupid ass <laughs> all these asses then why would you sleep with them Right. Like, why would you give a piece of yourself to them? And then they go out and they sleep with the next person and bring you these straight energies into your soul. Imagine if this person's sleeping with someone out of guilt or they're sleeping with someone out of ego just to say that they, this big macho person or sleeping with someone just out of all these, you know, it's thousands of negative energies out there. You could sleep with somebody behind and even going putting the shoe on the other foot. You may be sleeping with someone and not giving them good energy as well, because we can't say that we're receiving all the bad energy. We put out bad energies just as equally as if, say, if you're sleeping with your boyfriend at the time or your husband at the time and you just not feeling it or you so you could be dumping off bad energies on him you had a stressful day you dumping off stress on them and so and then he pick up your energy and he goes sleep with the next person and then the, the side chick and the side chick is just feeding off all this negative energy that the the the, the supposed supposedly the actual girlfriend or the, the wife don't want and, and you just picking up all the leftover straggly and you're worth so much more than that so why are you even settling for that type of energy and so it's just like if you look at it from an energy perspective because that's all it is and you're tangling yourself up with this person you're intertwining yourself with this person i i use this headphone it's like every time you you're sexual with someone you tie the headphone again and you tie it again until you tie it again until it's all tangled up and then that's why it's so hard when we find out that these people are daddy please don't be watching this <laughs> you find out you're messing with a fuck boy and you can't get rid of him because you didn't slept with him 20 some, 50 some, 100 some times, it's like so hard to like, I know he not good for me or even guys. Cause guys, they get caught up in the crate, like the AKA crazy girl, she crazy. Like she bad for you. And, and like all your know. friends is telling you like, bro, she is crazy, <laughs> leave her alone. And it's like, I can't, I'm hooked to her because you so tangled up. And unless you literally cleanse your aura and we gonna talk about how to cleanse these yourself of the evils all the sexual partners you had and it's like you dang you're a virgin again you pure <laughs> we'll talk about that at the end but anywho but it's like you you hooked on this person it becomes a drug it becomes an addiction because it's like your soul is soul is tied it's tangled up it's intertwined and then imagine all the people they're intertwining souls with if they're if it's not a monogamous relationship if they don't have your best interests at heart, then you're you're putting yourself ultimately in a sticky situation. 
And that was to answer the question about the girls that want to be flamboyant. So if you do. Flamboyant, that's a weird word. <laughs> well, Free, if, I don't know. But that might be the same definition. Maybe that's not the right word. Okay. <laughs> that well, reminds me of girls, something else. <laughs> like, the flamboyant is like really flirtatious. I thought it was like out oh, there. Oh, I, I, don't, I, might, I don't even want to give my definition. <laughs> but I want to talk about people might be listening and thinking like, I think there's healthy soul ties and unhealthy soul ties. And Absolutely. There was this article I was reading. It was talking about how you know you're in an unhealthy soul ties. And you were actually talking about this earlier mm-hmm. today. The sign, yes. Yeah. And I'm just going to go through them. There's five. Uh, yeah. It says, intercourse is an act of celebration mm-hmm. and procreation in your relationship. So, okay, I don't know like if you ever had sex with someone and you feel horrible afterwards. Or you feel yes. guilty mm-hmm. afterwards. Or you feel bad that's not a healthy soul tie. That's not how you should be feeling after sex. You should be feeling, I don't know, um, sexy. happy Absolutely. and love. It's a, yeah, yeah we'll talk about what sex is later. <laughs> and then um, you obsess over your love in a detrimental way. So you mm. might know this nigga ain't good for you, <laughs> but you for some reason it's like, but what if he, or what is she doing? Or like, it's, I think you were You're constantly about thinking about that person. Like, are they thinking of me? Or, you know, what yes. they're doing? You know, that kind of thing. Right. Exactly. Yes. If the man is for you and the woman is for you, you would not have to chase and you wonder You don't have to think about it. You already about know. You. you already know. You trust. And number three, without realizing it, you inherently embody their behaviors. And that's what we were already talking about. I think mm-hmm. that just goes for anybody you're around a lot. But mm-hmm. I guess, um, but... Like you were saying, would you want to sleep with someone you wouldn't want to be? Why would you, you sleep with somebody? Mm-hmm. Somebody's bummy and lazy, and all of a sudden you have no energy, no time to give efforts to your craft. If somebody's always mad or aggressive all the time, you just find yourself snapping for no reason. Someone's mm-hmm. always sad or all the time, you find yourself just being down. And yes. then you think about this, some of these energies that they picked up maybe might not even be their own energy. They could be picking it up from other people that they're sleeping with and then they give it to you. So, cray-cray. Your support base is dwindling. Like, you were talking about the people like, man, that girl crazy, leave her alone. (laughs) But it's like, after a while, you could only tell your friend that she's crazy so much. Then you're just like, okay, Mm -hmm. you're going to be back with them anyway 10 years down the line. So it's just like, your support base dwindling. You like your friends and family usually want the best for you. So mm-hmm. if you start seeing that this sport is kind of dwindling down, then maybe that person ain't right for you. Family and friends aren't right all the time, but the people who love you, you know who actually loves you and wants the best for you can see right, it. Right, right, right. Um, a negative soul tie is evidenced by the constant feeling of being tormented. So I guess if you're just always feeling bad or you actually like despise sleeping with the person, but you might feel like you have to do it, mm. um, that is a bad soul tie. You shouldn't right. have to feel like That's you have guilt. to. That's you guilt. have to. And you sending that person the energy of guilt. Exactly. And so they walking around with the energy of guilt on them. And you just gave that to them because you're trying to be nice. Right. And I don't think it actually means like that person is a bad person all the time. Sometimes that person is just not the right one for you. And that's why you're relinquishing that energy that is guilty or shame or Mm -hmm. whatever it is. So you just want to make sure you're, that's why you want to take your time. Exactly. And so going back, I know, so this is why they say when a man and a woman becomes together, they become one. Yes. And, and ultimately, your spouse is the most important person that you choose because sex is the highest form of energy that human beings possess on Earth. And that's 
that's been like I researched that several different um, studies have proven that as human beings, because if you think about it, that's the only time you're living in the present moment, really. You're not thinking about anything else. You're experiencing the full pleasure of that actual moment. You're not thinking about what I got to cook later. Well, sometimes, and if you're doing that, then that ain't the right person to be with. But like, if you're with the right person and, and it's your actual partner, your significant other that you're meant to be with, your soulmate, ultimately, then you will not be able to think of anything other than sex, the, it, well, the experience that you're having in that exact moment. And so you want to be careful when you are using this very, very powerful energy. And this is what, going back for sex, and how, how important it is and what is actually, one of the things is actually used for it. I'm not going to say the only thing it's meant for, but I, there is studies that have proven that sex Sexual trans is called sexual transmutation, and you can look this up. It's called just type in sexual transmute or sexual transmutation. And sexual transmutation is a form of meditation that we do already on a conscious level. And they say any successful person, like really successful person, they use the term is highly sexed, but not just having sex with any and everything out there, but like have a, a, poor, a person, and it doesn't have to be a wife, but have a, a very important person in their life, a very significant person that they highly connect with on a very high level and that wants the best for them, that also wants the best for themselves because you, you can't really just have someone that just want the best for you. You want to have someone that's equally as confident in themselves as well. So they these, these people are pretty much balanced, aligned, uh, I forgot the exact term they use. Anyway, so you can use sex to actually power your desires in life, power your manifestations in life, because sex is responsible for the root chakra. If you go in, and I'm going like on a whole nother thing right now, there's so seven chakras. Have sex so I can manifest my dreams. I'm just Pretty much. <laughs> I am telling you that, but not telling you that in a sense. But yes, it is used for that. And that's why it's important that you do it with the right person to know these types of things and that's why it's a sacred ritual sex is a sacred i'm sure y'all heard that term it's a sacred thing a sacred act a sacred but within that sacred that sacredness you can also sex is the act of creation that's why you create life and but not also just life i mean not only life you can create your manifestations and your desires and when you're with the right person that's why either they're giving you bad affirmations they're thrusting negative affirmations into you or they're thrusting positive things and they're fueling you up and giving you life and and giving you energy positive energy at that and so definitely sex is a, a, a sacred divine union. I don't want to get too deep in the sexual transmutation because it's gonna sound like I'm speaking from another world if you've never heard of this term before but it's in the book of um, Think and Grow Rich. They talk about it. They talk about it in the, this book um, by also by Napoleon Hill called Outwitting the Devil. Um, there's another book. They, um, you can just type in sexual transmutation on YouTube, and there's thousands of videos that so you can get a real, real clear definition of what it's actually it is and how powerful sex is for humans because... We are really powerful beings, and if we conjure up that energy that we have during sex and apply it to something else, you can take your life in a whole other uh, directions. But yeah, so and then it, it also <laughs> ultimately leads to like happier fulfillment because you're going into sex with um, a, a mindset of 
you're you're wanting to please it's like it's not a selfish pleasure it's not just i'm trying to get mine or he's just trying to get yours okay it's another time okay we will just look up the videos and y'all get your life changed out there i'm trying to get y'all gms for 9.99 like jay-z said okay <laughs> and it was something else i wanted to say but i forgot okay well, she'll probably make me remember when we talk <laughs> i was just gonna talk about like uh the science and the chemistry uh with dopamine and oxytocin <laughs> Exactly what I was really? saying. Really? You better be in my mind. I, I girl, I'll talk that. about it. Okay, girl, go. I go. was just saying, uh, that's another thing that attaches you, especially as a woman, mm -hmm. to um, you know, whoever you've been sleeping with or someone who really releases that dopamine. Mm -hmm. Um, um, because you become addicted, just like crack cocaine, <laughs> like Facts. literally sugar and things of that nature. Um, you, it's so hard to stop eating that candy bar or stop eating that cupcake. It's because right. you're releasing dopamine or it's so hard to, you know, stop, you know, doing drugs because you're releasing <laughs> no, for real. Those, those same, you're um, the same hormones, same feeling, same hormone. that yeah. feeling. you're chasing that feeling. You're chasing that feeling. So that's another reason why you got to be really careful about who you pick because you might get it and hopefully you are addicted to like your husband your soulmate but you don't want to be addicted to joe Smo on the street um or mm -hmm. the f boy around the block or the crazy i'm, I'm just, i don't know i was gonna make it up people because right. you could get addicted and it's yeah. hard to break that that thing especially mm -hmm. as that women. is one of the signs that i wanted to mention you, know, mm -hmm. you talked about you know the signs of it but yes when you that feeling where you feel like you can't cut whatever it is right. because you're addicted to that person mm -hmm. right ultimately and just because you're addicted to something you can be a, it doesn't mean it's a good thing you people get addicted to bad things just as easily as they get addicted to good things any addiction is not healthy that is correct and going off of what tiffany was mm -hmm. saying with the hormones um you remember how a I don't know if we ever talked about this on a podcast, but I know in our healthy living classes, we taught, we've taught this in the past about the different hormones, about the oxytocin and mm -hmm. the testosterone. So oxytocin is pretty much the hormone that is responsible for love in women, and testosterone is the thing that sparks love in men. And so sex is an act that releases both hormones. It, re it, it releases the testosterone for men and the oxytocin for women, so you're both being fulfilled in that moment with the right person at that i mean well even if it's the wrong person you still get the hormones but it's not healthy because of the whole other energy barrier that comes with it right yeah. it's scary out here it's scary out here it's like little nicks and tricks it's like but it feels so good but it's still kind of bad for you at the same time right and just for the people who like are single and they ain't got a boyfriend or someone they believe is their soul toy soul toy or soul tie soul soulmate. toy <laughs> soul soulmate toy. or um <laughs> or you know whatever they are or husband what do you suggest for them to do mm, far as because um like I suggest, you know, just wait. But people are like, uh, I ain't got time to be waiting for my soulmate. I need to get it in so I can feel good. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, um, I don't know. Well, no, that, that's a good question that you asked that because <laughs> I'm going to just say you really have to love yourself enough to know that's when your faith kicks in. That's when you got to know, like, I'm holding out right now. 
but it's all it's it's gonna pay off in the long run. It's like that moment when you going through that saving, that heavy saving mode, when you know you need to get your finances together. You like, I can't splurge and ball out of control right now, but I know if I keep saving right now, I'm gonna look up one day and my bank account gonna be fat. So you gotta think about that same way with your. <laughs> no, no, that's good. I was gonna say another thing is when you do have that self love and you wait. For a long ass time, <laughs> you would not allow anybody to just mess that up. So it's mm-hmm. like I'm not gonna waste my good right. Like I've been building my aura oh, all up. building this up. I ain't ready to marinate. You ain't about to let any old rusty things, rusty things. So you know you gotta. So I almost forced you. Like I'm not gonna wait too long. I'm waiting for Mr. And Mrs. Right. Exactly. But so, I will say this. <laughs> <laughs> sex for men men and sex for women are completely different we have been speaking on the female perspective but i just wanted i did do studies for men because i know there's a lot of men spiritual or not that just really quote unquote need sex and even freud the grandfather of psychology y'all heard of sigmund freud if you took psychology class you've heard of that and he lists sex as the is like it's on the list for the I think it's five basic human needs. It's just as important as eating and drinking and sleeping. So we can't (laughs) negate the fact that sex is very, very important for our vitality of life, of our lifespan. So Hmm. we do need sex. I'm not trying to down. And but I think you have to be a I want to say a full grown adult. That was one of the, the uh, stipulations that it said. And then you, um, because like people were saying like, well, teenagers, they just doing what good by having sex. Like not saying that you need to be a full grown adult, but in order to have like, they say people that um, men that have healthy sex lives, they ultimately live longer. And and this is why you have to put emphasis on the healthy sex life, not mm-hmm. just a sex life. Because men be like, well, I didn't get hit by 50, you know, be women. So happy. They be so happy about it. Like, that's nasty. <laughs> oh, sorry, Anthony. I'm sorry. I'm not judging. Yeah, no judgment. Because, I mean, <laughs> but men, they're sexual beings. And, and they're always thinking about sex. So they do need sex a little bit more frequently than women. We can go with a, li- a little longer. They're going to run with this, Jazz. They're like, Jazz said that you need to. No, study said, research said. But then it, it get crazy, though, because men, they just become sexually, I forgot the word, but they, they become open, not open, active, sexually active. Like Their bodies reach the peak of puberty to want to have sex a little earlier than women. I think of a, man, a man's full... Oh, is this a woman? Y'all, I could be misquoting this. This way, I need to do your own research to double check this knowledge. But uh, I think, <laughs> I think men reach their sexual peak at age twenty. Was it twenty three? Oh, and women man. reach their sexual peak later. I just don't want to say the word because I mean the exact age because I forgot the age. But I think it's like twenty six or twenty seven or something where you just like in heat type deal. Like I need it, I need it now. So like, your drive like the drive, the sex drive. So I feel like women judge men because our bodies are not calling for sex at such young of age as men are. Like they're calling their bodies actually crave it. And and it's like they just want to stimulate that craving. It's a plus B equals C, like why not? And so, but you still want to do it. And then in those, I feel like I never really, I could never do the friends with benefit thing. So I'm not going to suggest those that are single to do that. But 
But I have met people that have done it and like the no strings attached. The no strings. Well, I always feel like strings get you attached. Like, they the always. But somebody always like I always like get attached. Always, always. always. Most of the time it's the woman too, but. Mm-hmm. But it, it happens so. I mean, because you can't help but get attached. I mean, you're tangling to, your yeah, soul. You're tangling it. So. But either way, you're attaching. A, in a way, you're transferring that energy. You are attached. Absolutely. You are attached. Like, even but like. At the highest point. I mean, highest bodily point. Bodily fluids, you're attached either way. <laughs> you're <laughs> you're you're attached. there. Um, so. <laughs> Um, me, what I'm, I can only speak on what worked for me, and it was abstinence at that point, and and until I found someone that that was worthy to give myself to. Now, I, I will say I did have relationships like that I did experiment with people that I thought was worthy, and then I realized um, after that feeling, I was just like, oh, goes back to what feelings did you have? Um, I just didn't feel fulfilled. I didn't feel that. Um, their energy matched my energy that what I was given into, I don't, and I won't say sexually because, you know, I mean, position wise, like you had me in positions I never thought was even possible. So that, wait, what? That part on a, on a, on a physical performance level, level performance, on a yes. performance level, all these things they seem were, great, but my, were. they okay. <laughs> they were Give them a, a perfect <laughs> But if I draw back and like really be honest with myself, like after the sex, I didn't feel filled. Like I didn't feel energetic. I I felt drained, if you will. Like I I remember we were talking about that like a few years back, and Mm -hmm. that's what sparked like our whole you know health journey. Like you remember? I don't remember. I'm trying to forget. I'm trying to remember back like 2014. Maybe twenty fifteen. Okay, okay. We when we first like started coming home together, mm-hmm. we were oh, working awesome. out during the summer. Yeah, we talking about that. But girl, probably it was so. A long time ago. But. Wow, she just brought some twenty fourteen. It's two thousand seventeen. Dang, her memory on point. Yes. No, I'm, I'm not trying to. But I, I. So what was I saying though? I don't I remember. Can't remember. But yeah, but no, seriously, like if you feel drained, you feel like. Mm-hmm. I was even picking up like even depression at, at one point in time, just not feeling happy at all after the act. And I'm like, but now, okay, I ain't <laughs> oh, no, we want to know, Jasmine. We have a question. We have a question. So, do soul ties affect men differently from women, and why does it seem that women become attached a lot easier than men? Okay, so yes, they do affect women. Like I would say. Yes, they do affect them differently, but ultimately men are still affected. And I say that because women, we are um, we are receivers. We even like the womb, you go inside of the womb. Men, you kind of protrude. So like you, our womb is like a sacred space and we pick up on various energies very, very easily. And we store them there almost in a sense. And so I forgot the... Um, the technical term for that, but anyway, so yes, since we are receptor receivers by nature, by nature, we're just receptive beings. And men, yes, y'all do get them, but y'all don't like y'all are not emotion emotional beings. Like y'all not not driven. Not all cases, because some men are very emotional. But in most cases, men aren't necessarily driven by their emotions. They're driven by logics. So yes, you will still have these. 
these um these soul ties and these energies that will affect you but it, it may come later on down the line but women will feel it instantly almost mm -hmm. so you may it may for a man he may pick them up pick up on these energies and you could just experiencing it through like maybe i can't advance in my career or i can't um I can't move forward by my bank account won't get to this ideal number that I'm mm -hmm. trying to get to is because you're looking at like you're, you will experience it from you'll just have these blocks on your life. These blocks, women will have blocks on our emotions. We can possibly feel like we're crying all the time or it's just it's different for the sexes, but both sexes are definitely what was the other question affected by it? I feel like I didn't answer. Why does it seem that women become attached a lot easier? than Yes. Men? So women become attached a lot easier. It goes back to that receptive thing and we're emotional beings. So once we let someone inside of us, it's like you, you just want to be, it's like a piece of, oh yeah. So a piece of the man is like, especially if, if you, okay, we getting explicit here, especially if there's no protection used, his semen ultimately his physical semen gets left inside of the woman so naturally she's gonna crave you because a part of you is inside of her mm -hmm. and so on a but on a spiritual level we're even being that receptive person that has energy i mean receptive of energy you're putting your energy into her and she always wants to receive it so it's the same thing and even like the souls being tied like I use, I don't know if you were here with the headphone and you constantly tangling up together. She just wants to be tangled up with the thing that's already inside of her. Hmm. Someone said, um, I'd say they don't affect them differently, but the way they respond to mm -hmm. them will be different. Okay, mm -hmm. yes, so like the yes. Way they, they respond to soul ties are different. And then essentially hurt is hurt, attachment is attachment, pain is pain, and trauma is trauma. But our response to it is what transforms us from stage to stage. Mm, I like how you put that. That's true. That's true. So yeah, so we all feel the same thing, but how we respond, respond. to it, yeah, the mm -hmm. person and how they respond to it is going to be different. Absolutely, absolutely. Wow, I like that. That's yeah. true, because men, the way they respond to things is just completely, not all men, but most men respond just in a different way than women respond. And even amongst women, we, each woman will respond to something completely different, because I'm like, I have friends that they could have easily one night stands or friends with benefits easily and it just wasn't affecting them. And they were women just like I was women. I'm just like, well, it seemed like it wasn't affecting them from what I see. I'm like, dang, how could you do that? I just, I wish I could just, you know, not wish really, but I kind of like wish it didn't affect me so much. Like I yeah. really feel drained. Like when I tell you, my whole life. <laughs> I felt wounded. Jasmine walking out the bedroom like. I mean, it wasn't even the bedroom that I was like the no, wake up. No, no, no. I was in the bedroom, but I'm saying like when I wake up the next day, I try to go to class. Like I just feel like this dark cloud of energy was just raining on my parade type deal. I'm like, sheesh. But if some people are more receptive than others and highly receptive, but ultimately, like she was it a he or she? She, like uh, she, she said, Brittany. yes. Because I'm sorry, I can't see the comments, Brittany. But like she said, everybody responds differently, and everybody is affected different. Well, I don't know if we would say affected different. Like everybody does get affected by soul ties, but just the way people react, like she said, is different. <laughs> That's, That's exactly what her comment said. <laughs> exactly what she said. <laughs> you gonna join us, Brittany, on the couch? <laughs> Come on, Brittany, we got a spot for you. It's warmed up. This conversation is heated. <laughs> I want to talk about, I hope I'm not switching gears too much, but like right now, 
Oh, I don't want to put you on the spot. Okay, but ooh, don't put on the spot. Okay, well, let's say there's a person. And <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm okay. Okay, so right, right. All yeah, right. a boyfriend. What right? if my dad watching this? Okay, dad, I'm saying if somebody has a boyfriend, it. right, and they're engaging in sex, mm-hmm. and but you were talking about like what's a healthy sexual relationship, right? Mm-hmm. But there's a difference between a boyfriend and a husband. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I remember somebody telling me, I can't, this is so hard. Can I just use you? <laughs> well, okay. You remember so, somebody. So, well, okay. So if, if, do you think there's a difference between having a, a sex with your boyfriend and sex with your husband? Boom. Cause you know, you know how in the Bible says it's like, you know, men like to say this all the time. You know, the Bible says you're supposed to give it to me whenever I want, blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. So I just was going to ask y'all, do y'all think it's the difference between having sex with your boyfriend? You might believe or know that that's your soulmate and soon-to-be husband and your husband. And that's I'm so glad you asked that because it was a similar question from uh, Carl. Oh, hey, Carl. And he said, uh, is there a such thing as a healthy soul tie with the wrong person? So I, don't, I mean, that could be. Could we answer of, twofold? Can mm-hmm. we answer that question and then that question? Okay, yes. a healthy soul tie with the wrong person. Person. So they might have positive energy. Yes, they energy is bomb, mm-hmm. but it's not. They not bomb for you. <laughs> like it's not your okay. husband. You know, yeah. It may not be. Is know, it your girlfriend like or is it like? I guess just the wrong person. It could be your girlfriend, still be the wrong person. <laughs> it's true. I feel like mm-hmm. if life happens in cycles, so every person that you slept with at that point in time in your life is important for that particular development in your life. Like, maybe you needed that to advance you to the next... Okay. But um, uh, when he say the wrong person, I just get confused. Like, is this somebody you ain't supposed to be sleeping with on the side? And, he but, said, yes, that's exactly what I'm asking. Yes. Okay, so which one? I don't know. <laughs> how? How? I guess continue that thought, whatever you were going with. <laughs> with the... Wait, he's talking. Or maybe what Tiffany just said, like No, mine's different. So I said, okay, so Carla's saying, is it possible to have a healthy sex with uh some the wrong person? So not someone who's giving you negative energy, not someone who's giving you guilt, something like that. Mm-hmm. But they're the wrong person. They're just making you look you happy after you have sex with them. You feel good, fulfilled. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they're not the right person. But they're not the so. What makes them the wrong person if they're doing this for you? Maybe mm. the quick, the answer is we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but there are healthy soul ties. We said there weren't sex sexual ties. There are mm-hmm. just you know soul there, ties between wait, like I think relationships. Wrong person in the way of my girlfriend at the time, but that's not supposed to be my wife. Then that's okay. not really healthy, is it? So, so I guess no. So what would, I guess my question would be, why, why isn't she wife material? I mean, well, you don't have to answer this, but maybe some, maybe they got a sign from somewhere else saying that, you know, this is not your wife. Maybe someone else is your wife, Mm -hmm. you know, but it was, they had a good relationship. They had a healthy, you know, relationship. Right, right. I do. So is that okay? Yeah, I think it's perfectly fine for the place you are in that particular moment, for the development you need. But then once you are aware that that soul tie is is not, I guess it would become unhealthy for you if you were to when you find out when you find that 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 out. Yes, you need to cut the tie. 
wow, y'all, this is real. Like, you need to cut that tie. But, and of course, since you've been tied up with this person for so long, the, the, the soul tie cutting won't happen overnight, but you do eventually want to end that yeah. and move on. So he said timing, spiritual level, et cetera. Okay, yes, yes. 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 So that, yes. So even like, I definitely think when you are sexually engaged, you want to make sure you're spiritual. You, that's why they say you want to be equally yoked. And, and, and I don't think equally yoked just is, well, yeah, definitely, I guess you would say religion, but you want to make sure you're equally yoked with finances. You want to make sure you're equally yoked with maybe even education. Mindset. You want to mindset. Absolutely. All of these things, you want to make sure you're flowing in perfect harmony together. Because equally yoked, we just stick it on one thing and don't look at all the other aspects of our life. So you definitely, and that's why when I pray or meditate, I always ask the universe to provide me with someone that I'm in complete perfect divine harmony with That's because you want to be in harmony with whomever you're sharing this intimate moment with i think we had another comment yes uh britney said a husband is a legal bind emotionally spiritually physically of which a boyfriend can have those binds but shouldn't have the rights to them legally and spiritually mm. would y'all agree with that because that's what my question was. She was answering mm -hmm. my question. Thanks, girl. Right. Yes. Shout out to her. Do you, but well, I want y'all to put in y'all's own words. Do y'all think sex with the boyfriend is the same as sex with the husband? I mean, I, I felt like the answer to that question was going to come out through Carl's question as well. Because, you know, like just like he was saying, like, it can be it can be healthy. Like, it can be right. But mm -hmm. once you figure out it's, that it's the wrong person, then. But what if it's just your boyfriend? It's like. They don't have to be the wrong person. That could be your so boyfriend. So is it like your boyfriend that's leading up to be your husband? I guess, yeah. Or it would just... have to be some kind of yeah, understanding. Yeah, so look, of, think about it right now. It would have to be an understanding of, okay, is this, are we put, working towards marriage? Mm -hmm. Well, the thing is, I would say I can't necessarily answer that question because I don't have a husband yet so to, to fully know how the sex would be different. But I definitely just thinking about what I've, it seemed just based off of watching and observing and studying others. I think that as life, as you evolve, I always pray that like I grow in a healthy way with my partner that I'm with right now so that the sex will be, I don't, I feel like we put too many rules on life. And, and I, when I say that, like saying, uh, you're, boyfriend can't have this and I well going back to that bible verse when you said that your sex your husband's supposed to have it in any time he wanted I don't believe that because if my husband wants it and I'm not in the mood I'm gonna ultimately be giving him negative energy right and he's gonna be I'm just doing it to please him and my headspace is not even there so like that's not even gonna be good sex anyway so I I think I personally feel like I would do the same thing I do right now but I, I have never been married so I can't speak on marriage I would say this. If you are just being in a relationship just to have sex, I think that is not, you know, that's wrong. So I think some people do do that. You know, they're jumping from relationship to relationship or making they're lonely. their boyfriend just so they can have sex, and that isn't right. So um, mm -hmm. I don't know right. if that answers To fill a void yeah. of that absent bed or that person yes. that you want to cuddle, that idea of a, of a, a, a significant other or a yes. partner that you want to coddle. No, that's <laughs> <Coddle>. <laughs> no that, that's definitely true. That wasn't my question, though. But 
I, I see what you're saying. I was just saying that because I know some people say, well, he's not my husband, so uh, I'm not going to be giving him the box all the time because I want him to wait. I want to give him, like, little... I want him to wait until... Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, and I agree with that. I feel like I'm still going to make him wait when he when we marry. I, okay. You always go, have to wait. That's just <laughs> what it is. Baby, if you're watching, just... And I have heard that, like, I'm not going to put all my tricks out the bag right. before, until I'm married. And I even said that. And I, I know. That's why I, I got, got, like, got, like, got some I got some special stuff for honeymoon night. That's on reserve. But I didn't understand I your question. You so like, I didn't maybe until you said that. Not doing like, certain things, like, sexually. So holding off on certain yeah, things. Yeah, or even giving, them, giving it to him as much as he may want it. I see. Okay. Hmm. Like, imagine if you can have your favorite candy or your favorite food every single day. You're going to get tired of it, and you're going to take it for granted, and you're not going to cherish it as much. And so I think the same, like, sex, and even going back with the um, sexual transmutation, they said that although we can have sex every day, it's best if you hold out and don't have it as much, especially with men, because there has been some studies that show that men has a life force and every time he ejaculates, he's cutting his lifespan shorter. Than, but that's a whole nother top. I'll have to Wait, do more research in that. There's more he ejaculates, the so more he, he could die. Because they said there's a way men can have sex and have an orgasm without coming. But that's a whole nother topic. So uh. let's look, because guys be like, wait, that's the whole point of sex. So I ain't trying to hear that. But if you research tantric, tantric sex, because uh. like his, his life force is his seed. And he's constantly putting all these seeds out. And they say, especially if you're just putting them out with any and every person out there, you shouldn't, um, you should... That's why you, when you are having sex, you should focus your desires on what you want in life because it can ultimately, instead of just wasting it and just having and ejaculating here and there, and especially with masturbation, masturbating several times a day, you're just wasting your life force. That's what oh, I has guess been known to, that's what research has showed, but I forgot what we were talking about before that. How that you made got, me think though, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is what got no one off. Okay, so... Sorry, I feel like someone else is. Oh, okay. I don't Say it. Okay, so if some a guy is like ejac, I mean, um, masturbating, ejaculating, and then ejaculates, can he manifest? manifest? In yes. That? Okay, okay. And women can too. Mm -hmm. Women okay, can okay, too okay. with ma uh, with masturbation, and and a lot of times we have been taught that masturbation is a very bad thing. Even I thought that for a very long time it was a bad thing. Even though I don't do it. But <laughs> I still, I just don't get aroused by myself, but if I, I wish I did, because I'd be manifesting up, no, oh. <laughs> I'm being silly, I'm being silly, but like, I don't Girl, get aroused. where you get that call from? Girl. <laughs> what? Oh, I know what we were talking about, rewind, so they were saying, <laughs> Okay, but, um, oh my gosh, so we were saying about holding back, they were saying, like, it's important, although you can have sex every day, the more you hold back, you build up your, um, your power, so to speak, you build your power up, and then when you do actually channel it toward your, your desire, you actually, it's that more potent, that's what they were stating, and then also just, but going back to the article, that's just in, in, in normal people terms, because I'm talking about the science -y. 
well, spiritual energy terms as well. But going back to the article, it just said it's important for a healthy relationship for a woman, really for a woman to say no. Like if she's not feeling feeling it, like tell him no. He'll respect that more, and he'll even want you and desire you more because everybody wants that thing that they can't have. But what if so, they just go and masturbate anyway? Then, but it, masturbation masturbation is nothing like the real thing. Like it's nothing like the real thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, it's nothing like the real mm-hmm. thing. Okay. <laughs> Do we have any yeah. more comments or stuff? Oh, I my think phone we is. Have. Let's see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Cool. Nope. What is that long comment? <laughs> don't be petty. <laughs> In other words, it's saying don't be petty. Yes, because those neurons are desensitized in the brain yes who is that shout Brit- out Brit- Brittany. oh Brittany. Yes. wiley c does okay we went to wiley together shout out to uh, her i love her does she live in houston i think yeah she does live in houston i didn't bring your ass on the show <laughs> we're gonna feature you next show be prepared i'll hit you up afterwards she has those little comments <laughs> but yes so yeah, I, we went all over the place and around the world. Do y'all have anything y'all want to share with us or just some random sex questions, y'all? This is a complete judge-free zone. You just have anything about sex that you just never knew or something we talked about in the show that you want to get a little bit more under, deeper understanding. Yeah, I know we were talking earlier about... Um, parents talking to their kids about sex and like mm. all of our perspectives on that because Jasmine over here and Nancy she's like oh no <laughs> so how do y'all think that sex talk should be with you know parents to to child it should just be natural whatever you know if they want to use analogies they want to you know use dolls you know whatever it should just be whatever is comfortable for that parent but it, it I think it should be from the parent to the child and not just the child just finding out, finding TV, out from TV yeah, movies you know music whatever you know from absolutely. friends absolutely oh absolutely you know. absolutely the birds and the bees talk is and I don't have a child so I don't really I, I can only imagine that pressure, like your baby, your innocent <laughs> baby that you bring in this world. You have this beautiful, right. squeaky clean perception. Just in imagining them face down, ass. Oh up. my yeah. god! I don't think you gotta imagine that. Like you don't want to imagine that. You don't want to, and that's why I can I can see how it can be really difficult. Yeah. I think it's more so difficult for the parents to talk to the woman. I mean, the the girl child, the, right. the female child, than the male child. Because you're right. I and I. It, yeah, I just think that that is what it is because I hear my cousin, he was getting like talked to when we were younger, my brother, and but I've never really received that. Like, that's what I was gonna ask. Have you received a talk? Have you I, received a talk? I never received a talk, Mm-mm, not Me really, either. not really. But I will, no, I, I will say this. Um, a lot of my whenever I went off to college, they did tell me, do not come back with anything you didn't need, oh, you know. My mom told me, don't come back with anything you didn't leave, but with, I feel like so. <laughs> don't in come that back sense, don't I feel like the talk is is the same you know whether it's a guy you know or a female you know you don't want to you know you have to think about the consequences of your actions mm-hmm. basically and I feel like that's where the kind the, the the conversation should kind of be if you are going to do it use protection you know but if you're going to wait wait for that you know mm-hmm. person, you know know your worth you know that kind right. of right right yes yeah. And yeah, so like Kobe was saying, what I think the sex talk should be is just with this whole podcast. I That's might just tell them to, to like 
push play and don't come out the room until you watch this whole thing type deal. I just feel like they need to know all aspects of sex, like the Mm -hmm. spiritual, the good, the bad, the ugly, how sex can, you can ultimately use use it and create an amazing, beautiful life with it, or you can use it with a bonehead and he can have you (laughs) out here. You sound like an old, like, old (laughs) suzerain, an old (laughs) bonehead. Like, seriously though, you can either, and that goes for guys who I'm not just bashing guys yeah, like they're yeah. the sexual terrorist women are some <laughs> sexual terrorists out here yes, as well they are. Like, women are so witty with it too like they women are conniving not they all use women. their sexual they, beings to get stuff like money mm-hmm. um, i've seen a girl when i went out to the club this weekend and i saw this girl <laughs> she was like groping on the bouncer to get in for free like she was had this dress on no the valet driver she had like this short dress on and she was bending over in her car trying to find her wallet she's like how much is it again like as she pulled up her dress i haven't done anything to get it Yes, I have. Absolutely. Yeah, yes. I don't know how to do that, and y'all know this. I don't know. How to do that. I'm so awkward. I, don't I mean, know. I ain't go that extreme as That's to like showing cleavage or nothing, but I was, you know, flirty because I knew I was going to yeah, yeah, use your woman. And that's why I said women, we are witty with it. So like, we are definitely, we can definitely be on the like. Um, it was this one guy I was dated, and I dated, and this man was like, his mom warned him, all women are conniving. I'm like, okay, first of all, don't speak that on your life. But right. women can be very conniving, and so men, y'all need to watch out. Like Lauren Hill said, guys, you know you better. Watch out. Okay, so yeah, I think the sex talk should be like on that watch out and then tell them all aspects of sex. So Yeah, I totally agree. Do you gotta tell them about STDs, the real one. Yes. Not the real, they're both real, but the uh STI sexual transmitted infection. I didn't know about that. Right. You didn't No. They showed us a video when yeah. it said when But you're right, you're right. I didn't like I didn't get that from my parents. We didn't. We were more of a um, just wait till you're married or mm-hmm. wait. I'm just wait. Don't get pregnant. Yeah. Don't, that was don't my get, big Don't thing. get pregnant. Yes. But I think they made pregnant seem like you. Carl was... said, you know, be completely transparent about sex to the child. In my opinion, because leaving room for curiosity is where the problems start. And that absolutely is true. right. I absolutely. want to talk about Great it before comment. it even happens. You know, yeah, before it even. And I feel like as early as ten, eight. Nowadays, five. <laughs> oh God! No. I, want, I think it's like yeah, like you said, like a little conversation because p- babies do ask, you know, where, where do other babies come right. from? You know, right? So it's gonna be little moments here and there where mm-hmm. you just you get you'll have the opening to talk about it, and you should. Yes, I, we, exactly. At my job, we ask like everybody um, in my job. You know, did they get the sex talk? And no one got the sex talk, which is crazy to me because. We all having sex out here. <laughs> Everybody over here having sex. and But I think it's just really important. We, we would be probably, a lot of people would probably be better about who they choose as a partner if we act, if our parents actually told us, you know, your energy is transferred. This and sometimes happen. parents yeah. just don't know because their yeah, parents didn't teach them. And I didn't know this until I just went into research. So I, I feel like a lot either. of times our parents don't even know that sex could be affecting them and it can and this is what we were talking about this before the podcast like mm-hmm. how this could also be a reason why a lot of marriages fail because right. imagine if you get married and, and your husband before you he had 30 something plus sex partners and you had 
20, 30 some plus sex partners and then all of these energies from these people you're bringing into the relationship. Because remember we said soul ties, you don't just get rid of them with, with the, the when, when you go to the next person, they come with you. So you still got Joe, Raymond, Jim, you got Kay, you got <laughs> Monica, you got all these women still walking around with a piece of them inside mm -hmm. of you until you rid yourself of them. And we well, even let's talk about, about, how, to say about yes, how to rid yourself of them. How to rid yourself of So, one, repent. You have to confess it. You just get it off your chest, you know. And Jazz said the names. You got to go. Oh, yeah, I'm going to tell it my way. Name it. Um, something that I found that I thought was interesting. And I didn't even think about it, but mm -hmm. gifts. Like anything that was given to you from that person, uh, love letters, um, just anything. You a have coat, to get coats, shoes, you know, teddy bear, flowers, anything. You have to get rid of it. Because it's ultimately, it's a part like of a reminder, it's yeah. energy that they they gave it to you the intentions behind it yes they gave it to you with the intentions of strictly solely for you and now you still have that with you walking mm -hmm. around with it with that bracelet that watch that necklace <laughs> that that anything these that ring mm -hmm. that, that that person gave you pictures <laughs> you know we no, were talking yeah, about you know social media now and how <laughs> when you're with someone you post pictures and then when you break up with them like how hard it is you're like no I don't wanna, I don't you know those memories them. yeah and but you try if you really you really want to move on you gotta tear up the pictures you yes. gotta erase the pictures because you don't want to keep revisiting and reliving that moment because mm -hmm. you we were also talking about how you will find yourself running into these people or bumping into yes, them because you're reconnections them. Yes. Right. Yes. reconnection reconnecting with them on that intimate level even again it can spark that up if you don't mm -hmm. completely rid yourself and there's actually a, a ritual or a prayer that you can go through and rid yourself of every single sexual partner you've ever had. And I think it is very, very important in this day and age, just moving forward, wherever you are in your relationship, that you do this before you get on. If you're single, you should probably do this before you get into your next relationship. If you are in a relationship now, you want to do this. And you also want to make sure your partner do this because then you'll just re-expose yourself to, to the sexual transmitted uh, demons again. <laughs> Damn, that's so I don't want to say that word. You just re-expose yourself to their aura, the, the aura energies that they're carrying around with them as well. But so the ritual is very, very simple, um, and it goes like this. So you pretty, and you can look this up. It's on YouTube. Just type in um, how to free yourself or cleanse yourself uh, from your sex, sexual, sexual aura cleansing or free yourself from all your past sexual partners, something like that along those lines. I'll probably drop a link in the bio. Y'all remind me because, I mean, not the bio, a link in the comments below if y'all want to come back and to go to a direct video that I used. But anywho, this is what you can do. And I'm and, and this is so important because once you do it, you will feel like a huge weight, like a cloud of, of just other people energy ain't on your shoulders no more. Like baggage is, you free of those bags. You ain't bag lady no more, bag man. So what you do is you just state your full name. Well, first you have to, if it's God, I just usually say the infinite divine source I like to call you here to uh, help free me of these um, negative energies or these energies. And, or you can say, God, I call, come into this place. I like to call onto you to ask for help for purification or restoration. 
And so once you say that, you call on God. God is in the midst. God is in your presence. So it's about to help you fight these spiritual demons off. And so what you're going to say is you have to state your full name. Hi, Jasmine Charles. Um, so there's two parts. So you want to give back your energy and you want to take back your energy from the person. So I'm going to make up a fake name. Somebody give me a fake name. Tom. Tom. So I, Jasmine Charles take back my energy from Tom. I, Jasmine Charles, take back my energy from Tom. You say it three times, and then, so you took back your energy, but then Tom still had, you still have Tom's energy, so you want to give Tom back his energy. So you say, I, Jasmine Charles, give Tom back his energy. I, Jasmine Charles, give Tom back his energy. Real simple. And so, not, we don't stop there, because just as you as Tom gave you some energy that may have not been good, you could have gave Tom some energy that may have not been good. So you may be taking back the good, the bad energy when you take back your energy from Tom. So you want to say, I release all negative energy. I release all negative energy. I say that three times. And then I always like to seal it with, um, I, uh, I only call on energy that serves me. or I only call on positive divine energy that serves me. And then you just do that same process, repeat the process with all six, six partners that you've ever had, and then it be done, just like that. Sometimes some of y'all can take five minutes, some of y'all can take five hours. <laughs> <laughs> but you will be a restored, pure person, and she you will feel like hours. this I know. heavy weight. I mean, I was just playing with the five hours. No, some people though. Five hours though. We have thousands of people. You're right, because Will Chamberlain he had. <laughs> And oh yeah, and there's also, <laughs> some people say that you can't remember all your six partners, and that's completely okay. They said what you can do for that, if you don't remember the names of all of your six partners, you can just say something that makes you remind, I mean, that reminds you of that person. Like, if y'all were, uh, if they had a red shirt on that day, like, red shirt, I release my, I mean, I take back my energy from you, red shirt, but you have to envision whoever that person was in the red shirt, or she probably ain't had no shirt on, <laughs> or hotel, y'all was in a hotel, you just say hotel, I take back my energy from you, but you gotta be thinking of that person, and that goes for oral sex too so just take all these energies out your life because you're not only walking around with their energy you're walking around with all the energies that they slept with as well so you want to free yourself i do have a question back we missed it um how carl asks how does soul ties affect a person if they've been victims of sexual assault molestation and or rape so this is a, a emotion that you're ultimately carrying around. So you definitely want to, for especially for um, those partners that were forced upon you, you want to free. Well, he's saying, how does it affect? Well, them? if he's a, like dating someone, if he's oh, with a woman who's and been, she's been mm-hmm, so, so she, how does soul ties affect the person? If oh, there's a number victim. of ways. It can be insecurity. It can be um, just the fact that you. Don't feel like you have a voice, that you, you're not confident in yourself. Um, it, it's just several ways. That whole psychological um, bash of, of sexual assault and molestation can just damper a person's um, overall being. And, and it affects different people in, in different ways. Some people, I met a, a girl that was sexually assaulted, and she went on the complete rebel end. She was like... If everybody, I'm gonna do what I want. Like I'm about to be wild and on the scene, and she just didn't know how to like conceal her, her. Her, she didn't think sex was sacred anymore. It was just a tainted thing that I can do with any and everybody. And some people take the route where they're like, 
they're really hurt from it and they're afraid to open up again and don't know how to open up and, and trust people so it can affect trust. It can affect a number of different things. So can they use that same ritual? Absolutely. And and in the the studies that I've shown, I mean that I've researched, it said that that was another a huge reason why that they were using it so that you can release yourself from all those um, sexual partners that wasn't willing, I mean, that was unwilling sexual partners. So definitely, if if you've been molested, you want or raped, you want to definitely call on that person's soul and 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 it's free and take all your energy back from them and give them all their energy back and then also you want to make sure you release the negative energy that you take back from them because especially if you were raped you were giving them negative energy because that wasn't a place you wanted to be so you want to make sure once you take your energy back from them you release the negative energy as well and then only call upon the the pure divine positive energy that's great hmm we have some more questions. Keep them coming, y'all. Keep he said, coming. "Would you would you all enter a relationship with someone that you know that has been a victim of those acts?" Uh, yes, mm-hmm. I would because it wasn't their fault. Right. They didn't um, choose to be in that situation. But I will say we do need to go on, through with this ritual before mm-hmm. we um, move forward to being intimate with one another. Because I don't want to open my expose myself up. And then we'll just become two hurt people in a relationship and yeah. along the lines that can ultimately, your relationship can end because of it, because you become damaged and that person is already damaged. So definitely, I would just say, and oh yeah, I ain't trying to put my present relationship, but I mean, with my pr- present relationship, I made sure before we got really serious intimately that yeah we need to do this just so we can have a clean slate and it's not to say you need to be in the room with your partner listening to them making sure like who you just slept with who's sarah (laughs) right no it it, it can be a very private like literally all i did was i wrote literally hand wrote the script i was like this is what you need to say go in the room and say it do what you do and then just come out when you're done and then i that it goes with a level of trust you have to trust that they do it but i trust him enough to know that i think he did it Cause he was in there for a while. But. <laughs> <laughs> okay, comment from Joseph. He says the ego never stops being curious. It's healthier to educate children about the ego is relationship. The about the ego is relationship to sex and the power within relationships. Sex went from being a form of prolonging life mm. to a way to entertain and feel loved, but it's actually focused on the ego, which is pleasure based. In other words, we as humans took the purest form of energy, life-creating energy, alchemy energy, and started playing games with it. Nowadays, the games got serious, but still has the dynamics of a game. Wow. That's real. That That's is. real. That's so true. Thank you for that comment. Yes, thank you, Joseph. Damn, that's deep. <laughs> that is. I wasn't ready. <laughs> <laughs> that's it so far. Right. That is it. Any more comments? Y'all, thank you. We appreciate y'all comments. Keep them coming. And... We just want to be free of all these sexual, like, just make yourself new and don't expose yourself to things that you wouldn't ultimately want to affect you in the long term. And even if you do, nobody's judging you. Just understand it for what it is and be wise enough to say, I don't want to put myself through these things. Y'all men, y'all watch out for these crazy women out there. And I wouldn't even say crazy to try to label people. I would just say watch out for these lower vibrational beings. Mm-hmm. If they're not on the same frequency as you, then you don't want to be um, connecting with them. And that is what it is. So, Sounds good to me. 
So y'all wanna add anything or are we out this piece? Y'all wanna add anything? I'm good. Yeah. That was good. That was good. Alrighty. Before we leave, y'all know what time it is? Hey. It's, it's affirmation, affirmation time. time. It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. Y'all, it is affirmation time. And if this is your first time ever tuning in on a Soul Feeling podcast, we always, always end these podcasts with the affirmation. And an affirmation is any positive or negative statement that you use to either transform your life for the good or for the bad. And so we're just going to use the most common I am affirmation. So whatever you put after the word I am you ultimately become. So I know y'all are probably hanging around with a lot of people that say, I'm sick, I'm tired, I'm broke, I'm poor. But nah, 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 nah. We're not trying to attract that into our life. So I'm gonna need you to say some stuff like, I'm happy, I'm wealthy, I am love, I am amazing, I am abundant. I am all the great things that you actually do want into your life. So it's three of us and a trillion of y'all. So y'all go ahead and say y'all I am affirmations at home. And we just going to go ahead and end the show by saying ours. Who want to go first? <laughs> I know this is a heavy topic tonight. Do we have any another comment? I saw something. Kyle Clinton said, great listening and watching. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you, in. Kyle. He is amazing, too. Yes. Shout out to him. He's, he's so supportive. He is. So ain't nobody want to go. I see. No, I, I <laughs> said something within a in in the podcast that I really liked. I don't know. It was something about you know who you're being with, the energies. I can't remember. It was an I am statement, mm. but whatever that was, I want to say that <laughs> <laughs> I am attracting. I am only yeah. my most harmonious. Oh, that one. That was good. Was oh, oh yeah. well, I already had that. that um, She's like, I got that. <laughs> I'm continuously Bad attracting <laughs> my most harmonious. No, part. something about the energies. I'm only, you know, intertwining or connecting with energies Ooh, that, like that serve me. I think that she said that. that part. That part. That yes. part. Okay, I like that. I love that. Can I just did all that? <laughs> I am only attracting. Intertwining with energies that connecting. and connecting yeah. with energies that serve me. Dang, I said that. Quote me, y'all. <laughs> I'm gonna take that one too. I know. We should okay. just all say that. <laughs> we should all say that. On. Right. Okay, well, let's do it. Right. Wait. I, I am. Wait. What is it? I am only um, intertwining and connecting with energies that serve me. Mm-hmm. Okay. One, two, three. I, I am only intertwining and connecting with energies that serve me. I Thank y'all for tuning in. Tiffany, let them know where to find Inspire Fire. Please, y'all. Y'all got to subscribe to our podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes. Look, all you have to do is type in Soul Filling Podcast. If you want to get with the specifics, it's soundcloud.com backslash soul filling. We're on iTunes, Google Play, and we're on YouTube. And you can also follow us on Instagram at Soul Filling Podcast. Hey, and before you leave, if you're watching us on Facebook, make sure you give our page a like so you can be notified every time we go live. Yes, Love you yes. guys. Make sure you share this. Share, share this video. Y'all know this had a gazillion gems. Y'all need to share this with your mama, your dad, your sister, your brother, your cousin. Happy Let us know what y'all want to talk about. If you want to hear future topics, you know, anything that we hit, missed, whatever, let us know.